0: listening to takedowns to breakdowns oh we're rolling we're live in the new studio this is beautiful it's fucking gorgeous as you called it the (sighs) please no no we (sighs) fine the hatchery (laughs) where content is born (laughs) i'm glad that makes you happy keep squealing away listen
1: the reason why i called it the hatchery is because matt has been stockpiling egg carton like the flats that fit like 30 eggs right and right now we have them on the floor temporarily permanently we don't know exactly yet to dampen reverb
0: echo and whatever i'm glad you're giving away our trade secrets right now that's that's really cool (laughs) that's really cool anyways people hopefully it still sounds just as good we did some sound tests uh, which you can find, and uh, hopefully you like it. But let's move straight into Cowboy Cerrone, Al La Quinta. Yes. Because you watched this one, right? I did. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so <laughs> proud of you that you watched this one. I watched this one in flashes until once I saw that Cowboy was going to win, which was, for me, I think around, around two or three. And then I just thought, okay, I can. I'm still going to watch it. It's a great fight. But it just wasn't as... I think a lot of people had it pinned going in as a holy shit, Ray Alves on a whole new come up resurgence. He's been he, ever since the Khabib fight, he's been this entirely different dude. He's a monster. He's going to keep climbing. Then he walked into fucking Cowboy Cerrone, mm. throwing elbows and hard kicks. You know, what did you think of that fight? I
1: mean, I here's the thing, not even just this fight, but the last few fights. He's just a different Cowboy. Well, you, you've heard about ever since he had a kid. Which, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. Right. You know, because I know a lot of people, you know, are criticizing him for his age. You know, like, when is this guy going to retire? But True. I feel like he still has a, you know, he's got several fights left in him. Um, I think if
0: he keeps fighting that well. Yeah.
1: He's not. Taking, absolutely. He's
0: not taking a huge amount of damage. I mean, he got caught a little bit. He got caught a little bit. Sure. But he, his recovery
1: was on point, though you know and uh you know even when uh, how do you pronounce his name Al Ayakinta. Al, uh, Ayakinta. yes there
0: you go there you go just call him Reginald it's easier
1: i mean first off the back and forth of the combos between both of them is amazing but i mean cowboy did an amazing job just his mobility his uh <sighs> His speed when just dodging hits, and then his countering.
0: I, yeah, I'm pulling up all the stuff I was, uh, I was, I was notating on Twitter about it, and like right off the bat, I was like, I was saying stuff along the lines of how, and it's like a very Rage owl Al style. You saw it in the Khabib fight. He stays really low with a wide stance, almost yes. to prevent the takedown. Of course, as everybody knows, with the wide stance, you can't pull back from for checking leg kicks as well, so you're mm-hmm. gonna get eaten up. And then he does a step low jab, not like fully GSP perfect esque, mm. where GSP has a like a beautiful step in jab and he he, he like returns right back into his uh, into his base. Yep. Al like loops it. It's like a loop and jab um and because he's so low it's weird because it's almost like he's just trying to reach you no matter what so it's almost almost like i i I don't want to get hit so i'm just gonna throw this out in a way as far as possible to get the most range and then come back and i was saying like he looks confident doing that but the wide stance and low step jab makes it look like cowboy's just trying to time a juicy kick right to the fucking head when he comes in on a jab because if you're stepping down that low I mean, that cowboy has beautiful combos Mm -hmm. usually from his Muay Thai low kicks, and just you're gonna get, or even his high kicks, just gonna eat shin, just eat shin. And he did, I think, in the second or third, he had one, he'd had one mistake where, or Al had one mistake where he did do that, Mm -hmm. and cowboy just went wham, and just caught him right there. Yeah. And And I was thinking, yes, that was what I thought was gonna happen. I was calling it, so I was happy that that occurred, but, um, it sucks because both guys are, like, on the rise. They're both doing well. You want them both to keep going up for their career and, and, and doing doing good things, and then that shit happens. And, it, like, I hated to see either of them lose. Yeah. You know? Uh, da, 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 da. Where was it? Where was it? At one point, did I say it? Um, yeah. The, I, I think the one thing, and this is something that I was really shocked to see, was that Al was just standing in the middle of the octagon and trading blows just yeah no i just Just giving it back yeah i want to strike with you yeah like i'm a warrior let's do it eh, don't do that with a guy like cowboy yeah yeah (laughs) that's literally his game just letting him take his time let him like figure out timing and 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 his combos and and when you have openings and just let him come at you that's not how you face cowboy yeah cowboy is a bully pressure fighter who wants to walk you down with strikes and beat you the fuck up and if you shoot and take him down jujitsu baby You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, why was Al, half the time I was thinking, his coaches have to say something. They have to eventually (laughs) say, don't just stand there in front of him. He's hitting you with everything. (laughs) (laughs) He's hitting you with low kicks, hitting you with inside leg kicks, kicks, outside leg kicks. He's hitting you with, like, two-piece combos, three-piece combos up top. He's hitting you when you, like, come off the exit on your engagement. It's like, dude, you're just getting, take him down. (laughs) Just take him down. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's got filthy game off his back, but just take him down and stop eating everything like look at his face look at his leg his body he was just oh he was a mess he was a fucking mess man i I just
1: he shouldn't have to do even the ref at one point was called the timeout i guess just to check up on the injuries and yeah
0: he's like hey can't see you Al. too much blood man yeah Uh, (laughs) just wipe that off and see how you're doing like that yeah exactly exactly i mean um yeah so i think the thing that i said them i said the most when i was thinking this is done Uh, I was saying Al has to face off against an accurate jab, smart body kicks off the switch, and the leg kicks on the entry and exit of engagements. I mean, at this point, the pressure with the power cross and takedown ground and pound game has to be used to bring a win, but he didn't do either of those things. Yeah, no. So, so, yeah, and he he lost. Um, But that's one of those fights where, like, somebody loses, and they don't really lose much stock. I don't think... Raging Al is losing a lot of stock because of how he fought. Of the, yeah. You know, kind of like how he fought B, been lost, but somehow his stock went up. Hmm. You know, nobody was thinking, oh, fucking Al, he can't do shit. He's like, I can't, like, of course he lost. He's a horrible. F-. No, people were thinking, what a great fight. Yeah. Al did great. Wow. Al's so capable. And next thing you know, he's moving up the rankings and he's moving up. and So fight. now what's Al's background? I know I usually
1: ask this with fighters I'm not really familiar with. Like, what is he? He was a wrestler. He okay. trains with
0: uh, uh, Matt Serra, uh, Ray Long. Yeah, I saw him in the corner. Chris Weidman. Yeah. yeah, he trains with all those guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is why when people were saying, oh, it's it's Khabib versus Al. Well, Al is a wrestler, so that has to be a giant feather in his cap, isn't it whether it was because Khabib didn't want to wrestle him or mm-hmm. Al did such a good job of just, of just planting the seed of you're not taking me down. Yeah. But... Anyways, um so Cowboys on his way up. I don't want to see Cowboy face Habib. I want Cowboy to have a belt on his on his body but not against Habib. Mm. That makes any sense. actually, you know what? I think that would be a really good fight. Now that I think about it. A guy like Habib who wants to throw down. Here's the thing. A Every, guy everybody like has
1: a kryptonite, right? And we somebody's going to be his kryp- kryptonite. We're never going to know who. So we talking
0: about Cowboy or Habib?
1: Uh, Khabib, yeah, you know. So I I feel like, well, what if it is him?
0: Well, what what if it's Dustin or him? Big back Dustin. He should change his name from Diamond to just Big Back Dustin. Yeah, just (laughs) (laughs) Big Back Dustin. That, That would be perfect. Dude's got a massive back. No, that would be. I think I think all fights up there, Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson, uh, Dustin Poirier, Cowboy Cerrone, you got uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, who else am I missing here, people? But you, you, there's so many good fights right at the top right now. Yeah. And it's almost, I feel like they could all take each other out. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not just this one dude who's going to come in there and just wipe the fucking floor with people. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But did you enjoy, uh, did you watch the whole fight card or just that? Uh, just that fight, just that fight. Yeah, I watched the majority of it on and off, and let me tell you something. I was heartbroken about Cub Swanson, hmm. who lost by decision to Shane Burgos. Not because Cub deserved to win. No, Shane, Shane won. Um, Shane is bigger. Shane has more reach. It was just, I'm tired of seeing Cub lose. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's like, come on, Cub, you're you're Cub Swanson. I want you to be winning. I want I want to see. Like I like seeing him win. I don't know. I yes, I'm a fan, but it's just I feel like he keeps losing by against guys he can beat. But I feel okay. like he too often just wants to trade. He wants to strike, and he doesn't really want to do anything else. Okay. It's just let's just strike this out. Let's go. Let's do it. Kind of like Max Holloway, right? Max. Yep. Ho- I mean, a lot of these guys like uh, Max Holloway. Um. Cowboy Cerrone, Cub Swanson, they're all guys who are not going to initiate a takedown to really try to make a transition game or a a ground game be a a winning part of what they do. It's usually, oh, it's now on the ground. Now I'm just going to still win because I'm still a threat. A la Anthony Pettis, right? Like just right. Oh, you took me down? Okay, that's fine. Let's like a la the Diaz brothers. Oh, we oh, you're a wrestler now? Okay, cool. Let's do this. <laughs> like yeah. they have the ability to still take it. But it's the game plan, it's the mindset that that throws me off. Like when I was watching Cups Once and for Shane, I was thinking, yeah, you're getting some hits off on Shane, but you're not doing enough damage or inflicting enough enough quantity to win this fight. It's not that you're not good you're fantastic it's just you're facing a, a bigger monster here yeah you can't just you know what I mean you can't kite the monster around the cage and rack up XP and then like you know what I mean like, it's not how that works you have to change the game plan at some point it's not just oh you'll definitely knock him out don't worry I know you haven't really hit him that hard and you haven't been connecting on a lot of things but you'll be okay i I would just i personally think it's just you don't see enough of that in MMA in general. Mm. You see a lot of corners just stick to the game plan. Stick to the game plan. Stick to the game plan. You know, st- they had they they drilled this game plan through camp, and they don't want to fucking change it. Right. You know. Um. Yeah, and sometimes that works. Sometimes it works perfectly to a T. GSP versus Michael Bisping. Like, yeah. Well, granted, you have fucking like John Danaher, Freddie Roach, and Frozza Hobby in your corner. You have this mastermind trio of killers who can adjust and tell you shit on the fly. You know, like, yeah, yeah. it really helps when you have Freddie fucking Roach in your corner telling yeah, no, you how seriously. to counter strike a, a guy who's boxing you. Yeah. yeah that helps a lot, especially, <laughs> especially in MMA. Um, or um, if it goes to the ground and you have some kind of jujitsu threat. Oh yeah. You definitely want John fucking Danner here in your corner. Who's going to be able to tell you shit. Like, like he had, like that's the epitome of, of that, right. Mm-hmm. Of having the ability to adjust on the fly. But that was adjusting on the fly, you know? And next thing you knew, bam, GSP hit Bisping. Bisping went down. GSP scrambles on top. And then everything, like, all said and done, tap out to rear naked choke. To a T. That was the perfect application of your coaches. Your coaches saw what he was doing. They had you adjust to what he was doing. And then you were able to use your techniques that you've been training. Like Danaher said, GSP was trying to go back to using submission finishes. Mm Mm-hmm. Going for the submission kill. He did it. It's like, oh, look, we did drill that technique of, of getting there and then and then executing it. But we adjusted on the fly to get to that. Yeah. Like the game plan wasn't just we're going to win on the ground. We got to win this on the ground. No, that was like the game plan probably wasn't that. But the game plan adjusted to it. And it happened. You know, I, I don't know. It's just and then you have like the worst case example of that, which is Ronda Rousey, which is just run, hit, throw, Armbar. Armbar. <laughs> hey, run, blitz, get close, <laughs> hip in, throw, armbar. <laughs> yeah. Just over and over and over.
1: I mean, in her defense, for a while anyways, I mean, it did work. I mean, it, yeah. The, the, thing yes. that, the thing that's interesting, though, is when she was on that losing streak, though, it's you like the you just didn't... Streak?
0: Y- huh? Like the losing streak? Like yeah. Holly Holm and then Amanda Nunes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, it's like... You just didn't learn you know
0: the first time. So But even in the Holly Holm fight, after like what did she try to do in every round until she lost? It was she tried to do the same thing. Right. I'm gonna blitz throw and try to get my hips in close and try to get yeah. to the clinch. Yeah. Yes, you have, you know, this magic sword that's the greatest weapon in the game, but you know, you're facing somebody who has range attacks. Like you you're just gonna you're just gonna keep losing. You yep. have to do something different. Yeah. Maybe set up traps so they come in and then, oh, look, here we go. Like, there's your hips. Mm. Here's my hips. Say hello. Throw. So
1: now, do you think that's on the coach or the fighter, though? Coach. Because cause, coach. Cause here's what I was going to get at, though. Just because the coach tells you something, does that mean you have to comply while you're... No, you could always call an audible, but then why do you have a coach? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, especially in her case, I mean... If I thought, like, okay, this tactic... Or this goes for any fighter, really. It's like, this isn't working. My coaches keep telling me, though, to stick to the game plan. So I I guess I'm just going to
0: listen to them and get my ass kicked. Right. That's the... uh, I'm pretty sure that was the Raquel Pennington fight. Remember when she was saying, I don't want to be here? Yes, Yes, exactly. The coaches are like, you I was just, fucking furious about that. You got, you got five minutes. You
1: yeah. just got to get through no, this. Like, I, like, I wanna, no, no, I want to go home. I want to <laughs> stop this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: can't outstrike her. I can't get close enough to take her down. Yeah. I'm being outmatched. We just got to, we can sleep tonight later. Yeah. We got to do this now. Just, that's not coaching. Yeah, That's not exactly. coaching. That's, being a, that's trying to be a motivational speaker. That's not coaching. Yeah. You know? I mean, in that case, that's hard as a coach. Right, That's really hard to say. You're right. You're overwhelmed. We're underprepared. She's better than you everywhere. It's done. Yeah. But you do what you saw with Duke Rufus and Anthony Pettis where they have a healthy relationship where they say, I will call it if you cannot complete the fight to like the game plan. If you can't win by the game plan that we talked about because you cannot execute, I'm ending this now. Do you think you can win with the injury you have or with the odds against you right now with in your state? And Showtime said, no, I don't think I can. He said, cool, we're done. That's it. Don't worry about it. Hey, we're done. Fight's over. That was beautiful. Yeah. And we talked about it on an episode like a while ago. We did. How great it was that we finally saw that communication between a coach and a fighter. We finally saw that happen in MMA where they said, look, this is unnecessary punishment. Exactly, I understand that it could be some crazy falling, wild overhand right that connects and then the other person wobbles and they're on noodle feet and then noodle legs and then they fall and then you scramble on top and you're just hammer fisting and then it's a TKO. Yeah, I know. We've seen that happen across UFCs. But what are the odds of that happening at the top levels? Yeah. Or, or any level. What are the odds of that happening? They're not very high. And I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to risk the amount of injury for that. Just for that one victory. Exactly. Like speaking of that, like um, we were mentioning before, because I sent it to you, the stuff about the uh CTE. Mm -hmm. Right? So the article by UFC veteran Babalu Sobral said he's suffering from CTE. So Hanato, uh Hanato Sobral, he competed in the UFC, Strike Force, Bellator. Um, he had about 50 professional fights. He called a career. He'd been knocked out seven times since 1997. Uh, He's been in the fight game for about 15 years, but he said that the fight game has left him with severe physical ailments, which are getting progressively worse. Mm. So he said, uh, I already have chronic CTE. People don't really talk about it, but you can do research. We're having peaks of depression and seizures. I can't hear that well. I don't have speaking issues yet, but I'm losing eyesight in my left eye. I have arthritis in my entire body. I have a bad knee. I've had 13 surgeries on my whole body, so there's a severe price to pay. you know. Um, he said he started exhibiting unusual behavior as far back as 2007 when he choked out David Heath at UFC 75 and then refusing to release the hold after uh, Mazzagatti attempted to intervene. And that cost him a spot on the roster because they were saying, you need to let go before you kill somebody. Um, he shoved a referee at Bellator 96. He says, today, I can't walk in a straight line. I lost sight of my left eye, which is the biggest price to pay so far, but I have no balance. My balance is basically zero. Um, So this is something that I think we've talked about either two episodes ago or maybe three episodes ago about how eventually the end, the big incident in mixed martial arts is coming where we're going to have the big moment where it's going to be an, a severe injury, life-changing injury, a death. We're going to have that huge yes. thing that happens. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Where it's, oh man, what are the danger? We never knew there were dangers to MMA. I can't believe there were dangers to MMA. Yeah, yeah there's dangers to MMA. Absolutely, huge. Danger. Yeah, I
1: think I even asked you like if any research has been done just with boxing, seeing as boxing is like the oldest, you know televised or just like public.
0: Yeah. There's been research on boxing fighting sport. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know what? The, the big thing that's been said is that MMA is safer than boxing because in MMA, uh, it's more, it's much more frequent to have your hands break because the, like the gloves are a lot smaller. Okay. Um, you have the ability in MMA to attack multiple parts, right? right. So in boxing, I can hit you from the waist up. Mm-hmm. So your head's going to be a primary target. Of course. Like that's yeah. the that's the win button if it yeah. hit you there or the or the the body hard enough yeah. I win in MMA you can do leg kicks until they can't stand you can do submission attacks and win off of a ground game you could uh yeah you can knock somebody out yeah you can ground and pound but it's not it's always been perceived as it's not the same as something with boxing where somebody's trying to you're taking hundreds and hundreds of, of shots mm-hmm Easily compared to, I think Cowboy and uh, Al had, I think Cowboy had maybe like 110 significant strikes. I don't know the numbers. Don't quote me on that. But it was nowhere near to what it is in a boxing match. Yeah. Where you got 12 rounds where they're just fucking going at it, you know? And every time they, they engage, it's usually starting with either a jab high or a jab low and then it's you know not got many other options there it's just yeah. <laughs> going back high you're staying down low but it's it's yes there's been studies to answer your question yes there's been studies mm. you know what what do you think about hearing about how this mma fighter has pretty fucked up cte symptoms
1: well i mean i'm not surprised that in his 40s he's not well, like here's a the thing i NFL i wouldn't hour. be shocked if he's not the only one he's just the only one so far that's come out public and just put it out there saying hey you know this is what i'm going through right now um but i mean it's 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 one of those things where it's like okay do does not just the ufc but the mma franchise in general like do they change policies do they change the rule like are they gonna start not that it's gonna solve the issue but it'll you know hopefully make some sort of change like are they gonna have to start wearing more protective gear besides gloves you know are they gonna now start wearing headgear or well
0: you know what's funny they did a study and said headgear doesn't actually help you from brain trauma
1: yeah well that's what i mean it only helps with cuts yeah, bruises. That's it what I mean. Like at this point, it's not going to solve the issue, but you would hope that it would make so- certain situations. Um, not so bad, but I mean, there you go with the helmet
0: thing. So, right. It's I'm concerned of what we're going to see. So like we, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode about how we're seeing the, like the the matt hughes stuff we're seeing yeah the the tony ferguson stuff we're seeing some weird brain stuff beginning to manifest itself and the thing that terrifies me is that these guys are not old no they're not punchy at 60 or 50 no you know they're 30s 40s 30s 40s they're at the end of their careers their careers just ended yeah and and they're like this they still have a whole other life to live yeah i mean it's 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 terrifying to think about that. Yeah. Because you think about some of the wars that some of these guys have been in, you know? Not that... Okay, I'm not making a connection here, but it's just an example that people were saying after the Robbie Lawler fight, both Robbie and Rory McDonald would never be the same. And we can have that debate at it at whenever times, but you think about the whole Rory mcdonald currently with his nothing wrong with being religious but his it's definitely like a fanaticism level compared yeah. to where he was so i want to just
1: put this out there too because I, I i never actually saw the fight you never saw
0: robbie lawler versus rory mcdonald
1: no 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 i'm sorry i thought you were talking about the most recent one i thought that's oh, where we we're gonna get God. at
0: thank you did you see no, the look of disgust i just gave you I thought- <laughs>
1: I thought we had watched that one together. We did. We did watch point. it together. Okay. We watched it go
0: down live. But um, that's why I was like, wait. Yeah. Oh,
1: you didn't... What? what? No, no, I'm sorry. sorry. I thought you were getting at... Tour,
0: you know, Continue. He, yeah, the Bellator. The, the fight he had in Bellator. Yeah, yeah so
1: yeah. I didn't watch that fight, but I did listen to the speech. Like, I watched a video. Um, and I think I even watched clips of what he was talking about, you know. And so supposedly... He's, uh, I guess he's a very, he's either become very spiritual or he's always been spiritual, but now it's like becoming a bigger part of his life. Um, But I guess during the fight, there were moments where mentally he was like, I don't want to harm people. Well, this, you know, are so, like, yeah, I, yeah, so, so Rory's, he was kind of resisting, I guess, in certain situations from what I was to understand from what not necessarily he, resisting, but kind of holding, holding back. back.
0: Yeah. Holding back. I mean, so Rory, I think, I think he's always been a little religious. And then I remember, I remember he spoke, I think it was the Douglas Lima fight. Okay. I want it. Let me double check that just so I don't say something stupid here. Um, I'm pretty sure that it was during the Douglas Lima fight. Yeah, it was Lima versus... Yeah, this was the fight where he had a giant hematoma in his leg because Douglas Lima is just a monster. Um, He said he was in the most pain of his life. And it was so much pain that he was asking God for strength because he didn't know what else to do because he was that fucked up from Douglas Lima. So he said he was praying while he was fighting for strength and courage and to keep going and he did and he won and that is the first time i heard him talk about his Hmm. his uh his faith so that sold him well i don't that's what i'm getting to i don't know if it sold him but that's what he mentions that's the first time he really mentioned in depth just i spoke to god and god spoke to me and i had a Uh moment with god and when i were bros like that that's when i had that's the only time i really heard of that okay um because even against Robbie Lawler, I don't think he said anything about God. He just said, I was fighting, and I was just running an autopilot until he hit me that my broken nose so bad. All I saw was white, and I couldn't see anything. Hmm. Which, holy fuck, if you put that in... If just think about what that must feel like. Yeah. <laughs> you literally see nothing but white. You know what's funny? It's not funny. But you know what's interesting? If you watch that fight, because I, 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 I saw it, because um, you can watch it on a replay... He, when he goes down, when Rory goes down, he's not looking at anybody. It's because he literally is seeing loss vision. For he's that. not looking at Robbie coming at him. He's just covering up, just looking like just blankly. Because yeah, because I, I was thinking it's not. A, I can't. Maybe it's a matter of speech, a figure of speech. And then I watched the fight and I focused on where his eyes went. And no, in slow mo when they show you think him. that was the moment he was talking well, about. Well, yeah, you see his eyes yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you see uh, an angry bloodied, split-lipped Robbie Lawler running at you with his fist and he's not even looking at him. He's looking just like straight ahead at his feet as he's covering up, knowing cuz he can feel himself falling and he knows something's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't know what's happening cuz he can't see anything. And it was wow. just holy shit. Um Yeah, but that's uh yeah, it was uh against John Fitch. When he was doing that. Like, that's... Like, what did you think of that? Like, I think a lot of the community, of the MMA community, was thankful for his honesty. Because too often it's, we're warriors, we're modern-day samurai, blah, 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 blah. Like, we fight to the death and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to change his life forever, blah, 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 blah. I'm such a savage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean... And then you have a guy saying... I, I don't want to hurt people.
1: Yeah. See, I don't look at it as, oh man, you know, he's going to let religion, you know, depict the, his future. I, I don't see it that way. I just see him growing. You know, that was a very mature thing. You know, it was a learning experience an experience in general. Um, I, to be honest, I mean, from here, if he decides to retire at this point, you know what? Good for him. If he if he wants to keep going, then I guess that's... He know, did say he, he'll agree to fight his next fight. So, at at yeah. least the next fight, and then from there...
0: Well, I don't know. He hasn't said anything about yeah. that. But, I mean, the exact quote was, As a man, I feel like God has really called me the last little while. I don't know. He's changed my spirit. Changed my heart. It takes a certain spirit to come in here and put a man through pain. I don't know if I have that same drive to hurt people anymore. I don't know what it is. It's confusing. But I know the Lord has something in store for me. He was speaking to me in here tonight. I don't know. It's a different feeling. Now, are you religious?
1: Uh, no. Okay. No. I like the pause.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, am I religious?
1: Yeah, I don't really want to give my backstory, but. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to go that far.
0: But if no is the answer, no is the yeah, answer. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Um,. No, but, um, like, like, sorry, sorry, go
1: ahead. No, I was going to say, so, I mean, I mean, my my opinion, my outlook, you know, about that situation and the speech, I wasn't weirded out by it, you know, I just saw it as, you know what, this dude realized something right there and then, even if it was on his mind before the fight, like, maybe he needed that fight to really reassure himself of, of his thoughts. You know, um, like, you know what? Maybe I just need to go in there. I'll get that drive back. And it's like, no, I just don't want to hurt this guy in in like round two or three, whatever. Right. I mean, you know what? Like I said, if he retires now, the kid is still young. Not that he still might not have issues in the future, as we're clearly seeing now with other fighters, but it's if he does, they wouldn't be as bad,
0: you know? Yeah, I mean, so a lot of people made a good point about how there's plenty of religious fighters like Yoel Romero. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Man, there's plenty of religious fighters that have no problem with God <laughs> being on their side going in there and them fucking people up. You know, Yeah, so it's but I mean, if Rory
1: a... is having second thoughts about just inflicting pain onto someone else, you know, clearly Well, that's been my problem in martial arts.
0: Like how, many, the idea how, of how many times have I been yelled at by Sensei because I wasn't going hard enough? I wasn't like, oh yeah, yeah. Like he'll tap, he'll tap, he'll feel it. If he, he'll tap, if he feels it, it's do like, it. It's, it's like, like
1: no, you yeah, don't it's like, wanna, it's like I don't. don't I don't want to hurt. His why? Why yeah. do want to hurt him? I don't yeah. want to
0: hurt him. He's, you know, he's my okay, uke. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna hurt my training partner, my my classmate to do this, and yeah. I don't need to try to break his wrist or arm or shoulder or stuff like that. Yeah, just do yeah. it. Just, just, just hit him. <laughs> If he gets hit, remember, remember that quote? If he gets hit, it's his fault, not yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't dodge or block, so that's yep. his fault. Just, oh, okay. Then, sorry if I just, you know, knock a tooth out, dude. Here, here I go. <laughs> Fucking elbow. Hey, man, you know what? Just
1: the <laughs> idea is to inflict the pain so that you know what it feels like and to avoid having that done over and over right. again. Right, I get that. But, like, yeah.
0: I, I, I can understand where Rory's coming from. Is what I'm saying because that yeah. is me. I don't like to hurt people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurting people sucks. Like all the people who keep saying shit about about
1: the. Well, I'm sorry. Before you continue, to, to, so you see where he's coming from, but he's also been in the game for a while now. Yes. With that drive to beat the shit out of people, right? And now, for the first time, he's having this true, thought. Whereas true. you came into
0: this. Not wanting, Not to, hurt wanting to hurt people. Good point. It's a good point. It's a change of heart. So So it would be a change of heart if I said I want to fuck people up. Like all of a sudden you <laughs> just overcame Yeah, exactly. Was, you got Robbie over Lawler. that mental block. Yeah. <laughs> we went we full waza and I just turned into Robbie Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like <gasps> just on the <laughs> other side of the mats. It's like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> So. Kata's one through six. I'm ah, just coming at you. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! Um, yeah, it would be like that kind of change of heart. Yeah, it'd be that kind of like. That's a good point. You make a good point. I understand. I understand. Um, I'm with you. I hold nothing against Rory. I I hold nothing against anybody who's having a conflict of something because of anything. You know, he he he. If he said nothing about God and just said, "I don't know if I want to hurt people anymore." That's still. A, I'm glad to hear it. You're being honest. We're hearing honesty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we're hearing we're hearing some open, open brutal truth from somebody mm-hmm. in a vulnerable moment, which yeah. is which is great. Which is kind of why I think Conor was always appreciated, because whenever Conor lost, or even when he won, he was usually pretty. Uh, like would he be uh, Aldo? Part. Of, what was the line? He was like, you know, precision beats power, and timing beats speed. That's it. He's a fantastic... He, he was really nice to Alder the second he won. He was saying, the man's a legend. The man's... What? Didn't he say, like, I wish it could have gone... like I wish it could have gone longer. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could have seen more. Uh, you know, but timing beats... Uh, what is it? Precision beats power and timing beats speed. And uh, I just... I put it on tonight. That's it. But he was still... The facade of McGregor drops. Yeah. When he wins or loses. Yeah. And that's why people, I think, really... Latched on to him because yeah he was entertaining, but he's also brutally honest. Like when he lost to Diaz the first time. Oh yeah, I outgassed. I thought I could knock him out. That was not the case. He's the he was the larger man. He had, he had better composure and uh, yeah, I lost. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's what happens, you know. I would have loved to have heard what his speech would have been after the Khabib fight, Ooh. if that didn't devolve into fucking. Mayhem, yeah, which they're lucky that didn't turn into a Dagestan versus Ireland mm. crowd. Which I've heard conflicting stories that it was exactly that in the hallways, people were fighting, it oh, was shit. Irish versus uh, like Russian Dagestanis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I also heard that the opposite, they were all cool. They were all like, what a fucking fight. Wow, we got to see it again. Like like that's... Yeah. So I've heard conflicting reports of that. But regardless, see, I, I would have liked to have heard what he said. Yeah. To see if he would have dropped the full... Because faci- he I think he generally dislikes Khabib. And I think Khabib, of course, really hates McGregor. Well, I was just getting ready to say, let's say Khabib
1: did lose. Would he still initiate a fight? Even after losing? Khabib? Yeah. Maybe not as bad no, as that, depends, but do you think something would have happened?
0: If Connor knocked him out, no, it wouldn't have happened. I think he would have been out of it. Hmm. Connor puts people to sleep, man. It's not like a. Uh, no, let, let me rephrase that because he doesn't really put them to sleep, but he fucks them up. People yeah. get fucked up. Yeah. Because it's never just a one hit knock and then they're out. You know, it's usually a one hit knock and then he's, he's in position real quick and he's dropping Hammer Fist. You know the Chad Mendez granted Chad was walking fucking like he did okay he didn't walk into the left but he was walking in a circle with his left like do you remember that he was on the cage I think it was like a, a, a teep kick or something to the stomach and Chad buckled over then Connor popped him on the left and then Chad began sliding and walking and stumbling left on the cage And Conor just kept walking with him, just like, okay, okay, wham! It hit him again, and he (laughs) went down. And then Conor dropped and just started fucking like taking him out, and then it was done. done. Aldo, same thing, he hit him, he went down, I think Conor had, like, one shot on top of him, and then it was over. And then, yeah. It was over. Yeah. It's not like crumple sleep. It's not like Edson Barbosa spinning wheelhouse kick. Heel to the temple, zombie fall, like back, <laughs> like, like, rigamortis, like, fucking knockout shit like that. You know, like, that's, that's going to sleep. That's yeah. night-night. It's yeah. going to night-night. He doesn't, McGregor doesn't really night-night people. He just fucks them up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um. Anyways, sorry, to get back to the point. I think Rory is, uh, I think if Rory's not feeling it, I'd rather him not get hurt. Yeah, And that's the weird thing about this sport. Nobody wants their fighter to be in it for more than they have to because they all recognize the pain and suffering of it. Yeah, of you course. Know? From the weight cuts to the training camps to the sparring to the traveling to all of it. Just like we all know it. Mm-hmm. I would hope that the majority of the MMA community has done some form of martial arts and they know just how hard it is just to rank up in one martial art. Yeah. And then you're talking about guys who are doing boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, they're doing judo, they're doing wrestling, Sambo shit. Like you, you hear all that and it's just the fuck? Fuck, man. You know what I mean? No. Like, no. If Rory's not feeling it, get out, man. It's okay. It's okay. Like I said, he's still young. You know what? Yeah, true. He's still young. Speaking of young, this guy's really old. Well, not really old, but this guy's, I think, at the end. You heard about DC, right? Mr. Daniel Cormier. What, what's new about him? Well, Brock Lesnar is not coming back because he's now officially retired. Oh, so now it's Stepe Miochik versus Daniel Cormier. Okay. Rematch.
1: It, it, rematch. That's right. Rematch.
0: Even though DC knocked him out in the first round. <laughs> rematch. Okay. However, you know, DC said uh, on the Ariel Helwani show, uh, I think just yesterday, he said how he wants the John Jones, quote unquote, it's all I want is the John Jones trilogy fight. You know, I have a thing for DC. You know, I I love the guy. He's awesome. (laughs) He he is. He's he's such a great
1: guy. But it's like when it comes to him and John Jones, he just asks for it.
0: What do you mean? If you ever watch just them at conferences, ask for what?
1: He's the one always pushing John Jones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, John might make a comment once or twice, but like DC's mouth just doesn't fucking stop and now what twice now he's lost to this lost to I mean, That that's your kryptonite dude this is what I'm get, getting to everyone has a kryptonite like that's your kryptonite or, as much as I hate to admit it
0: just give it up I'm gonna laugh if DC knocks out John Jones in the first round <laughs> <laughs> heavyweight power <laughs> Fucking Big
1: Macs on gets in close, just fucking wails on him. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Gets through the reach.
0: I don't. I, I don't know. Gets the gets the necktie drops. It slips under. <laughs> Wham! Hits him. He crumples, <laughs> or he zombie falls. Like oh, it's just oh, yo. Can you imagine the reaction if that fucking happened? If DC <laughs> KO John Jones at heavyweight in one round? <laughs> can you imagine the reaction in the arena? Imagine that. After, just like you said, after all they've been through, after all that shit, after popping, after John Jones popped hot like two, three times, after John fucking kicked him when DC said he wouldn't be able to kick him, John took him down when he said he wouldn't take him down, with John saying, doing the X cross, X shot at the end of the fight.
1: I just, I don't want to, I mean, DC cried. Second and fight, man.
0: crying because he lost. There is no
1: rivalry. Like, I, I then, lost twice. And
0: then he comes back and he knocks him out in one round at heavyweight. I mean, he does perform better at heavyweight. Oh, he's DC. a monster at heavyweight. But, John Jones. Can you imagine John Jones at heavyweight? Now, that's the scary thing. Fuck. Fully juiced, <laughs> heavy lifting, big muscle, fat dick John Jones coming up to heavyweight. <laughs> I wonder if he would
1: perform better or worse.
0: I think he'd perform better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think John body. Jones fucks up everybody in the heavyweight division except for DC. DC. I
1: I mean, I want there to be hope. I do. I don't think this trilogy should happen. <laughs> I, I just don't He's a Listen, he's a from fa- coming from another father. He's a dad. Like he's got a family. He's, a, he's such a great guy. Like, please. I, DC, like, please. <laughs> I want to see DC.
0: F- Yo, or if he doesn't knock him out, he ragdolls him for five rounds. No, but he, picks him okay. up. Slams him. You have nothing to up, prove. Slams him. Goes against the cage. Picks him up. Dan Henderson. DC like, has nothing to prove. I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't. Remember when? Remember when DC just, like, wiped his dick all over Hendo when he picked up Dan Henderson and, like, WWE flip-slammed him down. <laughs> and it was just, Jesus Christ, man. Jesus. You can't just do a normal dump like a fucking... like a nice civil guy. You gotta be this, like, savage, like, I watched WWE. Like, no nah! This shit. <laughs> And Hendo's like swimming in air, like Jesus. Like, Landon, poor Dan Hendo, old Dan Hendo, who's like locked into this position because he's got like a bad back and neck and he can't move beyond that. Like, have you seen him like walk with his stance? Yeah. He's just like locked out. It's so scary to see. It's just, oh, my God. it's like, oh God, you know, just, it's like watching a vintage car that hasn't been restored yet get used on a track. Like, just. <laughs> Just it's just just going around corners, sparks and flying like the hoods flapping and shit. You know everything's rattling. There's like screws are coming off in each turn. Like that's what that that's what that looked like. And imagine if he did that same thing to John Jones for five rounds. Can you imagine that shit? I don't think it would happen. But just imagine, just imagine how cool that would be.
1: That would be, but then, does that mean there's also a rematch? You know?
0: Yo, it ends, DC becomes (laughs) the ultimate heel, and he goes, hey, John, come here and kiss my asshole nice and deep. I'm quitting. Retirement, baby. Bell's mine, bitch. (laughs) Then
1: the rematch happens. No, no, there is no rematch. DC retires. Oh, he just retires.
0: retires. (laughs) So he just... I'm not surprised, (laughs) motherfuckers.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Oh, man. Okay. We all know that wouldn't really happen. But imagine. Okay. Let's just put it there. DC versus John Jones. Trilogy fight. Thoughts. Opinions. What do you want? You want it? You don't want it. I I don't want it. It. You don't want it. I don't want. Do you want DC versus DiPay? Then done. Which is fine to want. You can want that if you want that. That's fine. Do you want that? Sure. DC versus D-Pay, then retire and done. Oh, and then call retirement? Yeah. That I don't know. Well, then DC's like 38 years old, man. Who else do you want him to fight? I mean, nice. Because just... guess who's left? Nobody. <laughs> Unless somebody comes into the heavyweight division. John, John Jones. Jones. <laughs> John, Ju- oh, John Jones should change his name to John Juicy Jones. John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And fighting out of the red corner, weighing in at 260 pounds, John <laughs> Juicy Josie, Jones. Oh, fuck. oh man, that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. But what? Okay, let's
1: say the trilogy happens. Okay, let's assume it happens. And he loses though. It will suck. It would suck. Like three, I mean, it's like learn your lesson, dude. Twice, twice now.
0: Okay, well, okay, okay. You're saying learn your lesson. So do you think... Keep your mouth shut. Well, Don't no. act like you're... Do you think John Jones will always beat DC in every fight? Currently, yes. Currently, yes. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. Do I think John Jones had heavyweight would be DC.
1: Mm. Ah.
0: See, I think DC has more stamina. DC has way better power. But now here, here's
1: my question, though. The, when it comes to weight in the heavyweight division, isn't there, like, a huge gap compared to any every other weight class? Aren't there guys that are, like, 220 pounds, but then there's guys that are, like, 270 you know what I mean like that, that's what I'm talking about
0: right well I'm not saying well, so John Jones com- versus the whole which I still think John Jones with technique and power so what if John Jones met roll. the minimum for heavyweight I think Juicy Jones <laughs> could 100% hit whatever weight he wanted you know what I mean remember when he was suspended for I forget which infraction or law or PED poppage that caused the suspension that I'm referring to But the time he was suspended and he was just powerlifting because he was bored. (laughs) Have you seen those videos? Yeah. 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 That's him bored just doing that. Now imagine him motivated to do it for more fights for his legacy. Hmm. See? Exactly. Exactly. Or you know what? Instead of Juicy Jones... It could be John Big Dick Jones <laughs> that would make sense if anything, if anything, he should be bones in the current one because he's skinnier and right, and when he gets bigger, he should either be juicy or big Dick Jones
1: big Dick Jones,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, he I is just... dude, he is huge,
1: he's huge. Have you ever seen Bruce Lee's? Uh what the fuck is the name? I'm I'm embarrassed for forgetting his like most com- like famous movie Enter the Dragon Enter the Dragon thank yep. you Wow the scene at the end you. where uh what the hell's his name Hana or whatever he's getting the shit kicked out of him by Bruce and the guy's standing up and the guy's like, oh, you want help? He's like, ah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he grabs bottles and he smashes them. And the dude's like on his last breath of air. And he cuts he's himself. Like, yeah, right? Okay, that's DC. <laughs> John Jones is Bruce. It's like, dude, you got knocked down so many times. Like, don't get back up and keep
0: pushing it. That's, that's my stance. <sighs> it, it, we can get it. It's It's... It's uh it's something we could talk about at a different episode where yeah, for sure. but it's the it's almost the epitome of a great way to analyze the way to neutralize reach. Because John Jones is the one of the very few guys who once you try to close the gap and you get in close range, he has nasty elbows. Yes and a nasty clinch game yep. and super accurate knees. The knees and he has he's so tall and has such long limbs, he gets so much power and he rips it yeah. so well. And it's almost like what is the weapon of choice here? And it's and uh, in my opinion, you got to put him on his back. Hmm. You know what I mean? You got to put him on his back, and you got to wear him out. If I had to coach against him, unless I have a striking savant, it's you got to put him on the ground, dude. You yeah. have to put him on the ground. Yeah. Like for example, Luke Rockhold keeps talking about facing John Jones. Hmm. Which. I think would be bad for Luke because I think John Jones would outstrike him like a motherfucker. Yeah. Unless Luke got him to the ground. That's the... interesting. You know what I mean? Luke has a lot of deficiencies that he hasn't really seemed to fix for some reason. Actually, I think I wrote about it in the fucking Takedowns to Breakdown site that I haven't written in for fucking months. Because with Henry Hooft, you would think that you got a guy who's a kickboxing legend who would help you shore up your striking weaknesses. Right. And Luke still has the same weaknesses. Mm. Got hit by Bisping the same way as he got hit by Yoel Romero. Like, it's it's the same pattern with Luke. I think Luke is used to being fucking huge for his division and being able to bully people with his power. Yeah. And with that, he could then enable his ground game. I think if he goes against John, he's going to realize you got to come with something different. Either you got to come in 110% on striking Like your ability has increased by that much, Mm -hmm. and you're you're, like you've learned and you got new new skills and tools, or you got to know how to fucking get that guy to the ground, and you got to be able to just use your like drowning top game Mm -hmm. because he's got such good top game. That's it. I feel like DC needs to be able to get him to the ground and then just put that. That belly all over him, and then just <laughs> sprawl out, and then just tire him out, and then just start wailing on him once he's tired out. You know what I mean? But it's hard because John Jones is a fucking monster. Right. So when he gets down, he just starts sitting back up, <laughs> and it's just no, no. no. And it's just he's just standing back up. <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah. You know? But that's a that's a different thing for a different day. But anyways. I think we should go uh, get some work done. I think it's time to get work done. Don't you agree? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you sound happy. (laughs) It's going to be easy work. Easy work. All right, until next time. Peace. Peace. here we are yeah dude holy shit so i think the rain is definitely going to be a slight problem but the very least it shouldn't be as bad as the server sound downstairs yeah
1: oh no definitely not
0: you feel comfortable i do yo swing go swing swing the chair there's a locking mechanism on the right hand side pop it pop it back or forward one more. Ooh. Oh oh shit! Oh oh oh, he's moving. Oh he's moving. He's hey, grooving. Me, uh... No no no, keep moving. What are you doing? Locking shit. Keep. I want to see how you swing. Swing for me, baby. Yeah, swing for me. <laughs> Is actually, will the mic pick up on? Yeah, you? probably will. Lock that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lock that shit. Lock that shit right back up. There we go. Okay. Okay.